Produced in one of the world's longest-running distilleries, Belvedere Vodka is the world's finest all-natural vodka. Part of a 600-year Polish vodka-making tradition, Belvedere is made with non-GMO Polish rye, pure water, and no additives. Shout out Poland. Recognized for quality, Belvedere was named the ISC World Vodka Producer of the Year in 2015, 2016, and 2017. Enjoy a delicious cocktail with Belvedere Vodka today, and remember to always drink responsibly. Welcome, 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 come one, come all, to the Danacy Football Podcast. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by my co-host and co-Danny, Danny Kelly. What is up, DK? What is up, Danny? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. We did it. We made it. Here at the Super Bowl. Final game of the year. And the final Danacy Football Podcast of the year. This is oh, heartbreaking. Man. Craig is... Yeah, that's sad. Craig looks sad. I How you doing, sad. Craig? I'm sad, but I'm happy because <laughs> Gronkowski worked last week. Guys... <laughs> Sweet revenge. I hate you. But yeah, so three men enter. Although Jim's here, so four. But we're, we're only doing three. Three men enter. We're going to leave with two lineups today. We all have submitted two lineups. One for like a 50-50 tournament style. Maybe you're playing with your friends. Or you're just trying to be in a contest where you come in the upper half of the tournament entries. And you, you know? get your money back. And get your money back. Double you know, A little hedging, a little safer. And then we also all made entries for like moonshots. You're trying to place in a tournament with like 100,000 entries. You're trying to get first place. Get that million dollars. Get it from FanDuel. Get paid. So we have two entries. We have not discussed or shared any of these with each other. Mm. We're going to go through. We're going to start with kind of the more traditional lineup, and then we're going to discuss our moonshot lineups. But we're going to agree on a five-person lineup MVP. It's going to go great. Let's do it. Yeah, it's five flex positions, so you can do any any position for any spot. You could do two quarterbacks, two kickers, anything you want. And there's one MVP, which is 1.5 times the point. So that should theoretically be who you think is going to score the most. And we're doing this on FanDuel, so half PPR. Correct. So without further do want, ado. Do you want to start with the MVP position? Because that one is important. Let's do it. First Clearly. one. Let's just, should we just do it? We're just doing it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Well, I'll say it at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. Tom, Tom Brady. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I read mine wrong. I put Julian Edelman. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, read it wrong. how could you do that? I was looking at yours in the dock by accident. Oh my god! I have Edelman. Okay. Are you? <laughs> this was a last-second change for me. I how? had Brady. How is that even possible? I had a last-second change. Okay, this go is, ahead. I'm like increase. <laughs> the more I think about this game, the more I'm worried about how the Rams are going to cover the slot. They so they have a nickel corner who I mean he's become super famous, which is upsetting because this was my favorite plot line of the Rams season. Was their nickel corner was named Nickel. Mm. Or Nickel. And yeah. now he's super famous and everyone knows. But like, anyway, the point is, he's had a kind of a good year, but like also been able to be burned at times. I mean, now there's a clip going around of the last time he played the Patriots, Gronk burned him from when he was playing the nickel. I'm worried that the Patriots are kind of going to make just the Rams miserable on defense from the slot, whether it's they have to move a keep to leave to cover Edelman and try to be more physical. But even then I'm worried about, it. I'm also worried about Edelman just kind of bur burning Roby Coleman. Like, don't forget that play that made him famous was because he got roasted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he, he said himself after the game, he <laughs> thought he was going to give up a touchdown. I'm kind of worried that with two weeks that the Pats are going to narrow in on the Rams defense in a way. And I think part of it's going to be the run game, but also it's going to be a huge thing from the slot at the play action. But I, hmm. we, I don't need Edelman as my MVP. I'm yeah, down that, with Brady. As that's what seems a little crazy. Because that, that's your, okay, yeah. Edelman the, is a good pitch. The best Edelman the game ones. and the best Brady game, very different. I mean, fine. How good I'll admit I changed this 20 <laughs> minutes ago. I was like, oh, swap. I, I galaxy brain myself. We can do Brady at the MVP. All right. So, well, yeah, two out of three. So we're going with Brady for the MVP. Correct. 
Are we, we take how do one we moment to like? Why why are we not putting Goff there? Oh, God. do you? Well, first of all, do you guys have Goff in your lineup at all? To prepare, uh, I I have Goff in this lineup as well. Yeah, I have so both. DK, do you? Um, I've got him in my shoot for the stars or whatever the other one is. Yeah, our tournament lineup, the one we're doing yes. right now. Yeah, I have Goff and. No, I, I don't have him in this one. Oh, you don't. Gotcha. Right. I also debated having both quarterbacks in here because it seemed just super smart. And yeah. I've talked myself out of it as it's gone on because I'm increasingly worried about Jared Goff overall. Explain. The Patriots have two weeks to prepare for the Rams. So what that means to me in practice, mm-hmm. and DK, I'm curious, what that means to me in practice is basically, I think Jared Goff is very good within, I mean, the system quarterback thing, within what McVay constructs for him. But we talk about about like the little things that affect things. Like that microphone cuts out at 15 seconds and the Rams are often right. at the line before that because McVay's feeding him information. And that's super valuable to great strategy. But the overall point is that Goff is great at doing what the Rams offense is. And I think what the Pats did to the Chiefs and what they're going to do to the Rams is disrupt the, Ram, uh, yep. the Rams receivers at the line of scrimmage, be mm-hmm. very physical with them, play press. And it's not like that's some perfect strategy. It's like, oh, well, if it's easy, why doesn't everyone do it? It's more that they're saying... We're going to risk being physical at the line because we don't think Jared Goff is going to recognize and or be able to execute what needs to be done to make us pay for it. They're going to make him have to throw 25 accurate passes, correct? Yes. Yeah, and he's going to roll out. And maybe that he would be, oh, well, if they're playing press here and then I would know that this space needs to be occupied. But I think they're going to make calculated gambles that he's not going to be able to make them pay for being physical at the line. And that also he just... I I mean, I I wrote about this for the site a couple weeks ago that I don't think Goff is great at anticipating... people to be open, which is kind of a crazy thing to say about a year three quarterback who's an MVP candidate through five first or six weeks pick. for the first beginning yeah. of the season. And like even like some plays he's had Brandon Cooks. I mean, Goff kind of waits for guys to be open. And I think that's super dangerous against the Belichick defense. I think actually one of the best prop bets this week is Goff over half an interception. Mm. So I don't think he's going to have a bad yeah. game. I don't want to go that far, but I'm worried about him. But at the same time, it's fantasy football and not picking both quarterbacks kind of feels dumb. So I'm open to throwing him in there. Oh, man. I'm so torn on this because what if this turns into, like, you remember Super Bowl last year when it was like a Big 12 game? Yeah, like exactly. 1,100 yards of offense and like all this stuff. And I'm like, man, if if that turns into that kind of game and you don't have Brady and Goff in there, you're going to be so sad. Let me ask you this. What do you guys think the odds are of this turning into a grounded pound game where Sonny Michelle gets 25 carries and they pound the ball with C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley? I think the Patriots are definitely going to try to run the ball a lot. I mean, that's been a huge key for them in the last couple of games, the last two games. So did you guys know that Brady has only been, he hasn't been sacked and he's only been hit three times in the playoffs against two of the best pass rushing teams in the NFL. So I think they're going to stick with that you know, their run game has been clicking. Michelle Michelle and Burkettic combined, I think, for eight touchdowns in the playoffs. I think that is gonna be huge for them. It like keeps Brady upright. They also do that like really fast passing attack where they Brady's getting rid of the ball under two like two and a half seconds almost every time. And the Rams hemorrhage yards to running backs. I mean they let they up have, five yards a they carry. Have, yeah, they have during the season. They've been a little bit better in the playoffs, but yeah, I would say they'll definitely try and run the ball and control the clock and, and, and you know, keep the ball out of the Rams' offense's hands. Um, the only question is how much success they'll have with it. But yeah, so I, that, I think that's probably going to be their plan. Lombardi talks about this a lot, about how what the Patriots do is basically they give you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And they give you a series of choices that basically you have to make. And whatever you do, we're going to screw you on it. And I think how they're going to come right. out, I don't want to say game because there's so many adjustments, these two coaching staffs, but I think how that's going to start 
is, well, let me back up for a second. The Rams' run defense this season has been abysmal, right? And it's weird to say because Aaron Donald and Sue, you're like, oh, well, it's great. But they really were being able to be gashed. And um, Doug Farrar of USA Today, who, Seattle guy, DK, mm-hmm. uh, he, was, he did a great breakdown that was really kind of going through how the Rams' run defense has just been gashed all season when they had seven man in the box. And they've been fantastic in the playoffs, right? Like, they shut down Zeke pretty well. They did really well they've in run given defense up against the Saints. 98, yeah, they've given up 98 yards rushing in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they went from 28th in adjusted run metrics to they basically cut that number in half from over five to under three uh, yards per carry with adjusted carries. But it's not like some secret, like, oh my God, everyone's just playing better. They just decided to screw it. We're going to put eight men in the box. <laughs> like they just decided that we're going to do this. And you know what? If Dak Prescott beats us, so be it. He couldn't. And then against the Saints, they made the same decisions. When they had seven men in, Kamara and Ingram were way more successful. And when they had eight men in the box, there were a lot of one-yard rushes. Uh, and here's the issue. When you do that against the Patriots, that's a way bigger problem. Because now you have, okay, we're going to put seven men in the box. The Rams have not, maybe they can, but they have not demonstrated at any point that they can beat or, or they can consistently stop a run game with seven men in the box. So you kind of have to have eight or else Sonny Michelle is going to gash you. But then you're putting eight men in the box every time against the Pats, and we talk so much about the Rams' play action. The Pats are almost as good, it, you know, we're on the same level mm-hmm. as the Rams in terms of quality of their play action, the depth, the diversity, the integration of their plays. So I think if the Rams come out in seven-man boxes, I think the Pats are going to try to gash them in the middle. And I think if they come out in eight, then I think they're really at risk of Edelman or your boy Gronk really just kind of really going over the top and taking advantage of the mismatches they see. So where do you lean? Do you lean Edelman then? Well, I think with the 50-50 and you're—I don't know. Because I think Michelle's probably safe. Edelman has been really consistent. Edelman is safe, as is James White. I mean, James White's Super Bowl— Performances. He's who I actually have, but I, I'm okay conceding and, and, and picking Julian Edelman. Yeah. I mean, his targets 10, 13, 6, 10, 11, 12. Like, he, he's a huge part of that, that passing game, and it's probably not going to change. You want to go Edelman? Yeah. I can go James White over Edelman if you want, just because I, I think the volume, I'm not going to just sit here and bang the table because, like, I know who the Pats will target. Sure. I don't. That's why I'm down with Brady as the MVP, and I probably should have stuck with my gut. So if you guys think White over Edelman, I'm DK, not gonna... did you have James White? I did not. But I'm <sighs> open to it. Wow. For sure. Interesting. Who was your Patriots running back? Did you have any? I had Michelle. Wow. So we have but... Michelle, Edelman, and White. Why don't we try to do two of them? Okay. Michelle, Edelman, and White. We can try to get two. Well, how do we get Goffin? That's the thing. There's no way. Oh, or... no, just do Unless Bra- we're starting do Brady, Brian Michelle, Hoyer. Edelman. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> We could finally get Sean Manion. Finally get Sean Manion. Manion, Manion. It's Sean Manion. Is it actually? (laughs) Yes, Manion. I really thought it was Sean Manion. No, it's just a normal human name. I said the last three weeks it wasn't a bit. I really thought it was Sean Manion. No, it's Manion. Are you just saying this? No, I'm not. That really wasn't a bit? No, I really... Oh my God, this is a huge problem. (laughs) That's insane. Uh, Okay. Okay. This is a huge issue. So let's do Uh, this. Let's pencil in Edelman because I think Danny Heif, it's your argument. Made a lot of sense. And... The, the the dependable guys are the ones that the Patriots always end up leaning on. It's it's the guys who Brady trusts. That's why I will be going with Rob Gronkowski later today. Oh my god! Because um, this is his last football game. So like, this last game. hurrah! All right, so we're doing Brady Edelman. Mm-hmm. We trying to pencil in Michelle or James White here. Let's, also, James White's cheaper. But let's do James White. He's let's got do, the track record. For White. all we know, Sonny Michelle's going to have a Jonas Gray game where he gets four carries. <laughs> also, I'll say this: if you 
Good you were forced to pick a Super Bowl MVP prop bet that was not Brady for the Pats. You you got to pick Edelman or James White. Right? Absolutely, James yeah. White is the most likely to have like sixteen catches in this game. Exactly. All right. So who are the other two dudes? So if we want to pencil in Goff, that means we only have one more spot, and we can't do that because it's not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Financially irresponsible. Um, all right. Who else you guys got? <laughs> Dick, Wait, why are you we go not, first? So we're not going Goff, right? No, we can't. We'll come okay. back and reassess when we have a full lineup. Yeah. So. All right. So, shall we talk about Rob Gronkowski or shall we talk about Rob so Gronkowski? Like we're gonna. Don't we need <sighs> some Rams in this team? Yeah, do we? Say, yes, we do. <laughs> I thought about that. I have, do we need I a Ram? We DK, who do you Rams pick? Because I have, I have one that I love. I have a Ram I love here, but I don't know what I'm so, bringing up. I'm like really in. Well, number one, I think Todd Gurley is probably going to be an interesting choice, but I don't think we've got the cash for that. No. Um, my second choice would be uh, Reynolds because I think. Mm. Um, with the way that the Patriots take away the number one guy, and you know what they did against the Chiefs was basically they double teamed Tyreek Hill on every play, and then they matched up like in man coverage against Kelsey, and like Hill was sort of a non-factor. I mean, I think he had a couple opportunities, but they just didn't. He just didn't really do anything. I think what the Patriots do is they always try and take away your best player or your or your top target. I don't know whether that's Woods. Or Cooks, but to me that makes either of those guys sort of for, a liability. For the Pats against Brandon Cooks. Yeah, but first of all, I had Reynolds in my other lineup for the exact same reason. Um, he's cheap and he can explode. Like, he's a yeah, good and, value. Yeah, exactly what you said, DK, that they're trying to take away and basically be like, okay, Sammy Watkins, can you do this? Josh Reynolds, young, unproven dude, can you do this against um, J.C. Jackson? Four catches for 74 yards last week. Exactly. Uh, and he would have had more against the Cowboys if, I mean, Jared Goff almost threw an interception, but I mean, he should have hit him over the middle for like at least a 30-yard gain. But my one issue, the other reason I like Reynolds is my one issue with Cooks is on paper, I mean, on paper, I think he should have a good game and against the Pats, like, oh, revenge game. But the Pats self-scout better than any other team. It's like, I mean, there's a joke in um, Kevin Clark, uh, Kevin Clark made the joke that in his piece this week that like all the p- coaches that know how to stop Tom Brady are on the Patriots mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> on the Patriots staff. And the same with, I, they got rid of Brandon Cooks, and I think the reason they've had this like almost two-decade-long dynasty is they self-scout. That's how they always know to trade the person a year in advance. And if there is anybody who like just kind of knows what they're afraid of Brandon Cooks doing, what they're not, it's the Patriots. So I don't think it'd be shocking if Brandon, if Robert Woods or Josh Reynolds or, I mean, Gerald Everett or Higby, whatever, have better mm-hmm. games than Cooks. And we're like, oh, yeah, well, he just played for them. They know what, what he can and can't do. So we need to pick. Basically, now it's like, let's pick cheap but high floor. I like Reynolds. So now we have 9,500 left. Yes, we do. Which that puts us in the Gronk range. Oh, we already got, we already have three Patriots. You know what weirdly made me feel good about Gronk? Did you see the Instagram video that Tom Brady posted after the game? Was it in cold weather? (laughs) Uh, Great reference. But yes, I did. They were walking and it just like really seemed like it was this one last hurrah and they were friends and flip off everybody. Yeah, it just felt like we're going to come beat everybody. This is Gronk's last game. I'm going to give him two touchdowns. He knows it. I know it. He's going to be full of cortisone that game. There's like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Never go full cortisone. But there, there is, no, we can't take ourselves seriously if we just throw Gronk in all three. We have another, no. We got to. Uh, so you're telling me the $500 cheaper Philip Dorsett excites you more? <laughs> is that the difference? It really is $500. But Gronk is still that's super cheap. cheap. That's actually unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, there's Chris uh, Hogan at 7500 but I mean, why would we not bet? I mean, we could take Steven Goskowski, but 
that that's that's a wake up the next morning and be like, did I take a kicker? Why did I did I just black out <laughs> and pick Goskowski instead of Gronkowski accidentally? Wow, we could just do two Kowskis. Mikowski ball. I say we do Gronk. So it would be Gronk, Brady, Edelman, White, Reynolds. So I mean, but we have no Rams on this team other than Josh Reynolds. I, ex <laughs> explain really why dumb. that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't think the Rams. Because the Rams had one of the best offenses yeah. in the NFL. Right. That's right. That one. That was what I was thinking of. DK. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was on the tip of my tongue. It feels the Rams like have a freaking juggernaut offense. That's why. I was going to save this for Who, the next one. Who's been the best fantasy player on the Rams in the playoffs from a fantasy perspective? Well, and that's the hard part is that it's hard to predict because they are... C.J. Anderson? <laughs> there you go. We probably should just have this Anderson Gurley conversation real quick. Yeah. And I was I, one thing uh, I was talking to uh, Robert Mays about this. It is possible that uh, Todd Gurley could have a huge game through the air this week because of the Patriots linebackers' inability to cover the backs. And that is... I think, yeah... Their screen game, obviously, we know about the Rams' screen game. And, I mean, this could be a seven-catch, 120-yard game out of Tug Early through the air. I'm, I could see them trying to target the, line, like the Patriots linebackers with Gurley all day. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, so, on one hand, so I'm, I'm constantly waffling back and forth in this in my mind. On one hand, I have been very pro-Gurley, very, if you want to call it, anti-C.J. Anderson. I maintain that. I think that this, in many ways, is like perfect for Gurley to have a massive game. Because one, he's undervalued enough that he's had two bad games in a row that people are going to be a little, you know, waffly on whether to go with him. Uh, and as you said, like athletically, just it just makes so much more sense to be testing the athleticism of like the Kyle Van noise of the world. And also the logic that McVay said of they wanted to stick with these inside runs with Anderson doesn't make quite as much sense with the Patriots and what they're doing on defense. Also, it's just the guy led league in touchdowns and he's not the most expensive person in this freaking game. And it's like, what do you do? Like at a certain point, it's overthinking it to like, right. oh yeah, why don't we want Todd Gurley in this lineup? Um, if he has the he big- got benched last game. I know. I, yeah, well, that's what I keep coming back to. And the, so where I keep <laughs> where I keep ending up is he got benched because maybe the injury is a little worse than it seems or a little worse than he's thought. And we've mentioned yeah, how they say maybe. he's healthy. So I keep waffling. And part of me thinks that he could go off and we'll feel dumb if we don't have him in our lineup. But at the same time, uh, maybe he's just... But again, this lineup, high floor. Is James White's floor higher than Todd Gurley's in yeah, this game? I think it's got to be, probably. And he's $2,000 cheap. Unless they get a lead. No, it probably, it probably is higher, yeah. It's I mean, a higher floor. So maybe we can fact. I think that's a fact. Maybe we consider point. Gurley for our tournament shoot for okay. stars team. All right. Which leaves us still with $9,500. Are we taking Rob Gronkowski or Hogan, Goskowski? DK, what do you think? I feel I still feel like we don't have enough Rams on this team. <laughs> All right, do so we, you know what? Screw it. What if we switch Edelman with Gurley? We can't do. Oh, they're the same oh, price. Oh wow, they're the same price. Wow, wow, wow. Diverse. Whose Jeez. floor is better here? It's. I mean, last week tells you it's it's anyone but Gurley's. Anyone whose competence floor right. is higher than Gurley's, right? I mean, wow. isn't yeah. Gurley's floor what happened last week? Well, I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Edelman's floor is not one catch for eight yards. Like, that's just not going to happen. I'm really thinking about Man. this. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, we, okay, guys, we have, we have two lineups. One, one of them, how about this? Why don't we go through our other lineup? <laughs> no, no, no. We need to fix this one now. Well, I'm just saying, maybe if we'll we get to Gronk, the juices. All right, you know we what? We have the whole lineup. I might have to make the case for my MVP of the next lineup right now, though. That's what I'm thinking. Do we do that? Do I just make my case right now for my MVP of the next lineup? Sure. All right. Well, are we settling on this lineup then? Are we going four Patriots and Josh Reynolds? Well, I say we pencil it in and we'll come back and yeah. maybe do some light ass. Sure, sure, we'll sure. We'll pencil this in. Brady, Edelman, <laughs> right. James White, Josh Reynolds, Gronk. 
and then we're going to go through our next lineup, our Shoot for the Stars lineup, our Moonshot. But before that, let's take a quick break. Clean up your remote control clutter in time for the Super Bowl with Control Center by Kavo. Plug in your streamer, your sound system, cable or satellite, even your game console, and Control Center does it all. Control Center simplifies your home theater so you can control everything connected to your TV with one easy-to-use remote with voice control. Don't fumble with different remotes or run out the clock with messy search results. Just say what you want to watch and Control Center will take you straight there. One universal voice remote controls it all, so all you need to do is say, watch any given Sunday, and Control Center by Cavo handles the rest. Be the MVP of your Super Bowl party with Control Center so you can finally get off AV duty and bring the joy back to watching TV. DK and I, we both have Cavo. It is uh, <laughs> it is as good as advertised. It is unbelievable. I'm obsessed uh, with it. I'm seriously obsessed with it. It's unbelievable. I love it. Shop now just in time for Super Bowl Sunday and get 40% off Control Center with promo code NFL. That is $59.95 or 40% off the regular pricing of $99.95. Control Center is available at caavo.com. That is caavo.com and Best Buy. Control Center by Cavo, one remote that does it all. And while we're here, I also want to tell you about Roman. With two-thirds of guys experiencing noticeable hair loss by age 35, most guys assume losing their hair is inevitable as they age. Some don't care, some shave their head, some embrace hats, but what they don't know is that there are FDA-approved medications designed to stop hair loss and even regrow hair. That's why we're excited to partner with our sponsor, Roman. Roman makes it easy to get safe, FDA-approved hair loss treatment all from your phone or computer. And when you go to GetRoman.com slash RingerNFL, your online visit is free. Consult with a U.S. licensed physician through their secure online platform. No awkward conversations with receptionists or reading bad magazines in the waiting rooms. Once your doctor ensures your treatment will be safe and effective for you, Roman's dedicated pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping in discreet packaging. If you're noticing unwanted hair loss, starting treatment early is key, and Roman can help. And today, Roman is giving the Ringer NFL Show listeners a free online visit at GetRoman.com slash RingerNFL. That is GetRoman.com slash RingerNFL for a free visit to get started. Go to GetRoman.com slash RingerNFL. All right, guys. Let's go through, real quick, our moonshot lineups. These are the ones mm-hmm. you're, trying to, you're trying to just screw it. You're trying to win the million bucks. I'm going to make my case. <laughs> I have an, or you want to do the MVPs? Sure. All right, everyone, MVPs on three. One, two, three. Greg Tom Zerline. Brady. Brady. Zerline. <laughs> I got Greggy Zerline. I like Jim's kicker theory. Oh, Jim. I'm in on the kicker theory. What okay. is your kicker theory, Jim? Well, for one, I mean, it's not for Zerline. It's for Guskowski. But I could see Belichick thinking, I'm going to win a Super Bowl just kicking field goals. <laughs> not tell anyone that, but literally just have it in his head. <laughs> I think he would do that. As Craig and I were saying, like 18-10, you could see them winning that. He's like, what have I done yet? Knock I... down six field goals and get the MVP. You know the no touchdowns in the game prop bet? It's like 10,000 to one. Might as well. Throw five yeah. on that. Yeah. I love this. I love Zerline's the MVP. One, there's just DFS game theory here of like, he like hurt the foot, but like, it doesn't matter. He hit the 57-yard game winner after he hurt the foot, like his foot's fine, right? It's on the plant leg. He's fine. This guy's amazing. It's still in a dome, so you're good. But also, the Rams, the, the same concerns I had earlier about Goff, about like, 
Is it going to be able to execute? When the field is shortened in the red zone, they're already not great there, shockingly. Like, for all the accolades about the Rams, they had the 18th best red zone offense by in conversion for touchdowns. And it's like, that's actually a really weird thing mm-hmm. for, like, the, this incredible world video offense. They need space for that air raid offense. Exactly. Yeah, condense yeah. it. You, there's not as many lanes. <laughs> yeah, I know that man. sounds, like, amateur, but it's how I feel. Um, <laughs> God, I hate you. Uh, you know what? Fine. There you go. No, really. I love this. But really, like, there's so many ways this could go. But if it's a field goal thing, I have Zerline as my MVP. I have Goskowski. I have both quarterbacks, and I have Josh Reynolds. It's my lineup. Wow. There. There's your moonshot. <laughs> a kicking duel. DK. Uh, I had Brady. Yes. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. That's not like your moonshot. I'm okay you know, with that. You're going to have Brady as your MVP. Like, there has to be game theory here with your Yeah, MVP. but the difference, moonshot doesn't mean you just make uh, an uneducated guess because it's it's not traditional. Why don't we just have Zerline in the lineup but still make Brady the MVP? Because he had 17 fantasy points last week. How many did Brady have? It does Who cares? That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> he had 15. Oh, look at that. No, but really though, like kickers lead a game in fantasy all the time. You're right. Like all the, you ever, ch- like if you have one of those sites that I would have looked up you, that stat. I wish you asked me to do that. I would have looked I up. I wish we had this too. But how often are you looking at your week? Like kickers are the highest scoring player in a game way more often than you actually think about it. This guy just hit a 57 yard. Like, hey, dude, love Zerline for MVP. So wait, are we going with Zerline or are we going with Gus Kasky? I say it's up to you. I, Oh I think God. if I'm picking a kick, uh, you may, I mean, the, the Rams red zone thing is a great point, but Jim's like just Patriots, Belichick well, saying, screw it. I do kind of enjoy that. I just think the Pats would be better on fourth down. I mean, I think, I, I know there's like the Rams are good at fourth down. I've pointed that out, but like yeah. they're not as good as they should be. And also McVay's been weirdly conservative yeah, in these playoffs. I think he's, I mean, he's, you know, he's kicked the fourth and one before in the red zone. I love Greg the leg man. Okay, <laughs> Sure. Fine. Which team is more likely to blow the other out, though? Because then the field goal issue becomes a problem. If the Patriots go up 17-0 real fast, then we're screwed with Zerline. What's more likely to happen? I, I think the I think the Pats are more likely to go up 17 than the Rams. Which would make us pick Goskowski. I think this is going to be like another Big 12 game. Yeah. So you... Well, for, this is why we did the thing before. DK, if that's what you think, then the original lineup we made needs to have two quarterbacks. So, like, I looked at this as, like, the highest ceiling guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's no, why that's we're doing fair. two quarterbacks. Okay. okay, so... I'm down to have two quarterbacks. I'm, I also had two quarterbacks in there. Okay. In our moonshot lineup. All right. I just also had two kickers. So, let's pencil <laughs> in. I'll pencil in Brady. I'll pencil in Goff. Zerline, currently the MVP. Love it. And that leaves <laughs> us with $19,000. Um, I have Chris Hogan in this lineup. Okay. Because I just like to read you Chris Hogan's uh, last Super Bowl last year six catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. And then the AFC Championship the year before that, nine catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Chris Hogan blows up every playoffs and he's wow. extremely cheap. And he's I, also just been terrible the whole year and ghosted us at every chance we've ever had to endorse him. That's so Hogan. And I just want it. I want him. <laughs> DK, I'll leave this one to you. I'm, I'm not. You're the tiebreaker. Here. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with. Oh, uh, let's see here. How much does Hogan? He's 7,500. Well, I was gonna say Gurley for my <laughs> next one because I think after, especially after last week when everyone's like, "Oh, he got benched. He didn't do anything." He's still like Gurley, you know, and he could still have well, like five touchdowns. Well, here's the thing. I think we both. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm pulling my one card here for the show and mm-hmm. saying if I get one card to pull I want Zerline in this lineup okay. I think we've all agreed on Brady 
DK, if you're saying it's going to be a shootout, we're giving you Goff, but I don't think we have the money to do Goff and Gurley, so you have to pick. If we do Goff and Gurley, we only have five thousand dollars, so which is not anybody. that's no. a backup quarterback, not even. So DK, if you want, you have to pick between Goff and Gurley. James Devlin. <laughs> Devlin. I, I actually think okay. the James Devlin prop bet to get a touchdown is huge. Sure. I think he that could get two touchdowns. Funny. If this is a moonshot, actually, I would do James Devlin. I'm not even kidding. That makes Let's it an even. This. He could get Let's two goal line carries. Brady, Goff, Gurley, Zerline, Devlin, Zerline, wow. and Devlin. <laughs> I fucking love that. Wait, wait, read that again. <laughs> we have our MVP is Greg Zerline. Then we yes. have Tom Brady, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, and James Devlin. I love that. Personally, James Devlin's probably around the same like odds of getting a touchdown as another guy I had penciled in, which was uh, Gerald Everett. Mm. I uh, yeah, I also like this is this is the one I did have. You does Devlin up. have any touchdowns this year? Oh yes, yeah, he does. Yeah, he he's has, a vulture, man. He has um, four, and he had oh, two that's right. on I six carries. He, he has four touchdowns. He had two touchdowns oh versus God. Minnesota. Yeah, but he hasn't gotten one in a oh, while. We're definitely doing which it. is like how you we're throw people off the scent. He's due, as they say. So you want Devlin or Hogan? Want, yeah, we can't afford that. Hogan. I mean, obviously, I, I think the ceiling is Hogan. I mean, Hogan has 180 yard two touchdown potential. But if we want to do Gurley, basically, it's like, would you rather do Gurley and Devlin or James White and Chris Hogan? Gurley and Devlin. Yeah. <laughs> Gurley and Devlin. <laughs> Let's do I'm it. I'm saying Gurley could have like, yeah, like 240 yards. points. Yeah. Like it would be not surprising whatsoever if what, he did. What? Then let's make Todd Gurley the MVP. <sighs> that would be, that is the shot because like no one's going to be doing Fine. that. Well, that's not true. Some people will be Fine. doing that, but. Fine. We make Gurley, because that, that doesn't matter. If we have Devlin, then all right. If we're keeping Devlin and, and uh, Zerline in here, we can make Gurley MVP, even though I think it's dumb, but yeah, fine. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Okay. So we're set. We have right, our two lineups. This is, the, this is the Todd Gurley game lineup. The Todd Gurley. We're going for it. Yeah, read them down one more time, Craig. So our 50-50 lineup, where if you just get in the top 50%, you double your money. We have our MVP, Tom Brady. Then we have Julian Edelman, James White, Josh Reynolds, and Gronk. And then in our <laughs> tournament shoot for the stars lineup, we have our MVP is Todd Gurley, followed by Tom Brady, Jared Goff, Greg the Leg, Zerline, and James Two Touchdown Devlin. How do you feel yes. like getting Zerline in the real lineup <laughs> over Gronk? Let's be real. Over Gronk? It's five, yes. I'm not, yes. I'm not watching the Super Bowl without Gronk in my lineup. <laughs> we already happening. did this. We're we settled. Four, uh, really? We four, did you fine. see that Instagram video? Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Jim Jim is just so pent up. Yeah, no, no you know I'm what, Jim? Jim's trying I'm to good. wrap I'm, things up. I'm just up. sad that we're uh we're done here. I was mm. literally just about to say thank you to Jim and Craig for such a wonderful year of producing this podcast. <laughs> DK and I had nice words to say. And you know what? Now I don't even want to do it. No, I just want to I mean I'll still you do just it. Said it. I'm just gonna look I'm just at gonna edit that into <laughs> <laughs> sounding like yes. That. What are DK's nice words? I want to put yeah, them on the DK, spot. You, you can be the heartfelt one now. You guys are just delightful. Oh. Yeah, and this was this was a journey, and I'm so glad we took it together. Mm. Serious note, actually, thank you. Thank you to everyone who listened this year. It was a lot of fun to do this. Um, Absolutely. A lot more fun when Jim was not as mean, but still really fun <laughs> all the time. Thank like you to the Jim. The producer always has to be like that, though. Yes. It's been a pleasure losing money with all of you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Always. No yeah. one I'd rather lose money with than you guys. Thank you to Jim and Craig for such a wonderful year of producing this podcast. And thank you to DK. Yeah. Danny. My thank you, guys. You, are, you are my dark knight, Danny. <laughs> thank you. And thank you to everyone who listened. Have a great Super Bowl and ride or die with Gronk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck Rashad Penny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you again to Cavo. Clean up your remote control clutter in time for the Super Bowl with Control Center by Cavo. With one universal voice remote, just say what you want to watch and Control Center will take you straight there. So you can finally get off AV duty and bring the joy back to watching TV. Shop now just in time for Super Bowl Sunday and get 40% off Control Center with the promo code NFL. Control Center is available at caavo.com and Best Buy. That is caavo.com. Control Center by Cavo. One remote that does it all.